As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Do you know what vitality actually is? Write it down. V-I-T-A-L-I-T-Y. And ask yourself, do you have it? And your first question is, well, what is it? So what is vitality? Dr. Mark Rowe has uh, written a book about vitality called The Vitality Mark. And it's a book that came out of a lockdown project. He started doing videos during lockdown. And by the end of the third lockdown, he'd done over 140 of them on Instagram. So he decided to put them all down into a book and they became extremely popular Mark good morning to you good morning PJ thanks very much for having me delighted now there's the question and hopefully by the end of this conversation we'll have an answer um, what is vitality well I think I think vitality is a great word and it really espouses a very kind of a positive sense of, of well-being you see uh, health is more than the absence of disease, PJ. Health is a state of complete physical, mental and relational well-being. And what I've learned over all my years, I've been a GP now for over 25 years, is how interconnected all of these various elements are. So for me, vitality is, is that interconnection of, of your mind, of your emotions, of your body, of your spirit, underpinned by your sense of purpose, who you are in the world and influenced by the environments you spend your time in. Yeah. I don't just mean the inner environment of thought and emotion, but, but the, the outer environments. And they, of course, may be health-enhancing environments, for example, being out in nature, or they may be health-depleting environments, being in bed late at night, scrolling on your mobile phone. Yeah. Like, and what I've learned is that, you know, we're all creatures of habit. And if you can just make some very small little changes in a health-enhancing direction, you can make an enormous difference to your lived experience every day, to your quality of your life, and to the greatest asset of all, your long-term health. Yeah. If I was to define vitality for myself, 
Uh, mm. It's how I feel when I get out in the morning and sit into the car. And as my listeners are sick of me saying this now, but this time of year, I love it. The morning, mm. that lovely pinky orange morning light, the sound oh. of a bird singing in the tree, coffee standing out the back while my dogs do their morning business as dogs do, and just standing there in a beautiful early morning in springtime. That, I can feel, and this is not nonsense, I can feel the energy coursing in my veins on a morning like that. Is that vitality? It is. And it's vitality for you, PJ, and that's what's most important for for you. But you've just hit on so many important, interesting ideas in terms of vitality. Getting outdoors in the morning and soaking up the the blue light. You know, our circadian rhythm, our 24-hour body clock is highly tuned to being outdoors in the earlier part of the day and getting that early morning natural blue light so good for you. You said being in nature, listening to the bird song, that's incredibly good for your sense of well-being. You mentioned vitamin P there, your pets, your your dogs outside, enjoying, as you said, savoring your morning cup of coffee. One of life's, for me, one of life's great pleasures. And it sounds like that that's for you a very kind of a mindful experience. Now we're talking five minutes, Mark, at most. Five, six minutes. Yes, but... Absolutely. But I mean, I'm talking about micro moments of positivity. You see, negative emotion, if you look at the architecture of the brain, PJ, it's fascinating. You know, we're hardwired for fear and survival. So negative emotion and toxic stress, etc., they stick to us like Velcro, whereas positive emotion is very fleeting. It's like Teflon. It's, it's here and it's gone. But by building more micro moments into your day, you can create that tipping point that can really allow you to have so much more vitality. You can slow down your breathing. I teach a, a mindful breathing exercise that I call pause. And it's simply slowing your breathing down just for one minute, not five or six minutes, one minute, four or five breaths. That is enough oh to God, dampen that line, the that, that line is starting to play up on the amygdala to give you a reset. Oh, what a shame. Keep going. We'll see where we can, what we can do with it. Keep driving on, drive on. You were saying so the I was reset. Just, I was, sorry. The reset, just slowing your breathing to four or five breaths a minute can enable you to dampen down the red button in the brain, reset and, and move you towards that, uh, being more responsive, being more mindful, being more present. And you, by breaking the, the grip that toxic stress hormones like cortisol have on you, you know, you just feel more energized, you feel more alive and you have more vitality. A couple of things that you talk about, uh, being in the moment and not mm-hmm. worrying about not worrying now about something that isn't even going to happen for six months that's much easier said than done it, it is of course it's much easier said than done because all of these things sound so simple and yet they're not so easy to bring into your everyday life but you know, the philosophers, I, I mean, I, I love the Stoic philosophers like Marcus Aurelius and, and Seneca, PJ, and they were such wise people and you can learn so much from them and from their writings. And they, they, they spoke about looking at life through three lenses, you know, the long lens. If, if, if something I'm worrying and stressed about right now, uh, if I'm not even going to be thinking about that in a year's time, you know, why give my energy to it right now? Or the reverse lens, you know, how, do, how does this situation look like from the other person's point of view? And, you know, how may they be right? And then the wide lens, you know, things happen in life every day that we can't control, that we can't change. Um, but 
you know, we can learn to accept these mm. things that we can't change yeah. and we can learn to uh, to grow from our experiences. Yeah, it's the old serenity prayer. Uh, mm. You talk in the book about gratitude. You're big on the subject of gratitude and being grateful for what is mm. in your life. Expand a little on that. Gratitude is a wonderful positive emotion, PJ, but it's also a wonderful habit to cultivate and bring into your everyday life. And of course, gratitude is about wanting what you have right now as opposed to simply having what you want and you know many people will will tell you if you ask them they feel grateful but you know to get the health and vitality boosting benefits of gratitude you need to write it down because when you connect your brain through your hand to a piece of paper and simply write down three things you feel grateful for what you express on that piece of paper you impress in your heart and your mind and what i mean by that is a written gratitude practice is a wonderful way to dissolve feelings of anxiety, to dissolve feelings of toxic stress and hostility. It's a great way to build resilience and grit, boost your emotional bank account with more feelings of positivity. It makes you more likely to not just succeed at your goals in life, but exert more effort towards them. And it can strengthen your relationships. And, you know, it. They've shown now, research in America has shown, you know, it, it boosts your immune system, it lowers inflammation, it can help your sleep, lower your blood pressure. And this is all because when you're in a, in a grateful state and when you're expressing gratitude, you're moving away from toxic stress and you're moving away from cortisol and all those stress hormones and you're moving towards what's known as vagus. You're moving towards the parasympathetic the mm. antidote to stress, as it were, the angst of the end of toxic stress. You're moving into into a place of more peace, a place of more presence. Mm. Might uh, might I twist that around a, a little a bit? A place though. where um, please do because and what you've just said makes absolute sense. But I I am also putting myself into the shoes of someone listening to our conversation, Mark, whose bills are gone through the roof. Uh, their fuel, their food. They're really worried about COVID or some other illness. Mm. They're afraid of what's going to happen because of this war that's going on. And life is hard, and there's no sign of it getting any easier anytime soon. And I'm thinking of that person, and they're listening to me, and they're going, what are they talking about? How can you have gratitude when your whole world is crashing down around you? Well, I think it, it, it comes back to this idea of your circle of control and your circle of concern. What what can you focus your 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 energy and your focus your attention on? Absolutely, if somebody has a lot of financial stress, life can be very very challenging. You know, I'm I'm a GP and I'm li I'm living in the real world, PJ, and I know how things are for many people. But there are there are things going on that we can choose to sort of take out of our everyday space. You mentioned the uh, you know the geopolitical situation in Ukraine and the war in Ukraine and what's going on. You know, you know, you need to minimise your exposure to these events. I mean, we we all need to know what's going on. But all I'm saying is that if you're spending a lot of time watching what's going on in Ukraine, that can be very very bad for your mental health. And you know, there was a research done after the Boston. A marathon bombings, which show that people that were watching, um, you know, f several hours of media each day 
about the Boston bombings, they suffered more anxiety, they suffered more stress yeah. and more post-traumatic stress than people that were at the finish line that were right where the bombs went off. Yeah. So your mind is like a sponge soaking up all its exposures. And that's when I was talking earlier about environments. Those The environments include the environment of the social media feed you're, you're looking at. Yeah. How much me, how much news you're consuming? Of course, you need to know what's going on. I'm not I'm not pretending. Otherwise, I'm not pretending that well being is about being delusional or denying reality. Sure. Of course, people have real challenges. But what I'm saying is that by by choosing to 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 build some positive small everyday habits into your life, it's not going to take all the problems away, but it's going to allow you to build inner resilience to enable you to get through the tough times. Yeah, better. And to make better uh, of the good times as well. Yeah. You have, a, you quote a saying, and you said, it was that Einstein talked about the most important decision you can make is whether you believe you live in a friendly or a hostile universe. What's that about? Well, uh, well Einstein was a very smart, was a very, very smart guy and a brilliant, brilliant um, scientist. And I think it's a great question. Do you choose to live, to spend more of your time in a hostile or, or friendly universe? Because that, that, what I was saying there about the social media is, is, is what you're looking for, um, you're going to bring more of in, into your everyday experience. So, you know, there, there's always opportunities, as you, you described uh, probably better than I ever could at the start of our conversation. You choose to pre-design your, your environment each day. You get out in, in, in nature, you have your lovely cup of coffee, uh, you listen to the birds singing, and you give yourself the gift of those few minutes to be present and to enjoy that more early morning experience, PJ, before you get into your car and go to work. Mm. But you could, that's choosing to live in a more friendly universe. You could choose to be out you know, drinking your coffee at your kitchen table and scrolling through the latest... Uh, updates on what's going on in different parts of the world. Yeah. You could also, I mean, you could choose that to start your day, but that's going to have an impact on how you are. And by the time you arrive into into the radio centre in Cork, you're going to be in a less yeah. uh, positive uh, frame of mind and, and, and heart set than you would be otherwise. It's interesting that you should say that because one thing I've noticed about this particular time of the year, and a lot of people I talk to say the same, it's much easier, if you start work early in the morning, it's much easier from now until, say, August, September to get up early. In fact, to even get up maybe 10 minutes earlier so that you can have that little moment of peace. That's not coincidence. That's your body telling you you must do this. It's your body telling you uh, that it's better for you to do it. It's, it's your natural, you're tuning in more closely to your circadian rhythm which is your 24-hour body clock the reality is pj uh, you know a large percentage of irish people suffer from winter blues you know the 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 long winters the 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 lack of sunlight the lack of natural light i suppose um the 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 weather the damp Mm. you know i joke um, sometimes well, I'm not being I'm not being facetious about it. You know that you know half of Irish people suffer from winter blues, and the other half are just in denial. Oh, uh, it, it, I, it, it if is I could hibernate, common. I would. I mean it. If I could hibernate, you know, yeah, I would like. And with the winter, with the winter blues, I mean, people can get more sluggish, more tired, less motivated, less get up and go. I mean, there's a whole wide spectrum. You eat badly, you drink more, you sleep less badly. 
Yes, and it's so interesting, you know, how sleep has such an impact on on hormones within the brain that regulate your appetite, your 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 craving for carbs, whether you feel full up or not. I mean, it, it's really interesting how how interconnected it all is. But I think that the bottom line is, PJ, as you've already said, is the closer you can align your daily uh, habits to to the to the natural twenty four hour cycle. Yeah. Oh, has that line finally decided? Getting up earlier in the morning is a great idea. Hello? Yes, that line that line is starting to misbehave, but just finish on finish uh, on that point. I'm just saying that you know the, the more you, the closer you can align yourself to the natural twenty four hour body clock, gifting yourself a few moments of presence in the morning, really savor that cup of coffee, sit outside your back door, maybe you can hear the birds singing, maybe write a few things in a notebook, things you feel grateful for. Uh, write down your your goals for the day. It, it gives you that sense of control and ownership, and it puts you into a more positive space. Okay. And you know, to feel better in yourself, to be kinder to yourself, to be more compassionate to yourself in these really challenging times, I think it's so important. Not just for yourself, PJ, but for everyone that 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 you care about in your life, everyone you work with, everyone in your community. Small things really can make a big difference over yeah. time. Okay. Now, all as well as the book being available, uh, Mark, I understand all of your videos are still available on Instagram. Where where we, would we find those? And the book is called, the, of course, the, the the book is out in all good bookshops called The Vitality Mark. The book's called The Vitality Mark, and my my handle for social media is at drmarkrowe, R O W E, and uh, all those videos are there. And you know, it's really to try and make the world a better place, one conversation at a time. So thank you for having me, PJ, and I appreciate your interest. I think this really important topic of health, well-being and vitality. All right. Thank you, uh, Dr. Mark Rowe. Quartz 96 FM.